what is the Bible? Why do I need to read the Bible? What should I read? Why is it relevant today? We are going to answer all those questions in today's podcast episode. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Simple Mission Podcast. My name is David. And I am Leanna. And And we're we're the Bonds. We are newlyweds in our 20s, living for Jesus while just being real and open about our life. Figuring out your mission from God does not have to be complicated. Rather, it's simple. We bring you along as we talk about relationship, family, marriage, college life, simple living, and business. We pray that this podcast is a blessing to your life as we learn together every week and maybe have some laughs along the way. (laughs) Hello, you guys. Wow, season three is here. Um, And this first episode is going to be a really fun one. Um, This is a study on the Bible. It's not a Bible study. So, um... For season three, we really just wanted to focus on the basis of Christianity. Like, why do we believe what we believe? Um, Understanding what the gospel is and the heart of why we are believers and how exciting it is to live for God and not for ourselves. So that's why we're going to start off with the first episode all about the study on the Bible and why we read the Bible and why it's actually really exciting to read the Bible once you understand I guess the overall knowledge of it. So I guess let's just start. Yes. So um, kind of on my experience with reading the Bible. So the past year, I've had a goal, I guess, to try to read the whole Bible. I've never done it in my life, right? Um, And so I really tried, you know, and um, I didn't end up reading it in a year, but I read a lot of it. And uh, I'm still in the Old Testament. So but the Old Testament's a lot. (laughs) And so, you know, but like, you know, growing up, honestly, like whenever we were studying the Bible, it was only really on Sundays and Wednesdays, you know, so basically all the other days were our days to do whatever we want. And then Sundays and Wednesdays were for God. Yeah. Sundays and Wednesdays were for God. So, you know, I didn't really have a very good relationship with Jesus. I think, you know, my relationship was on Sundays and Wednesdays. And honestly, like, I never read the Bible on my own a whole lot. I mean, I did every now and then, but it wasn't, like, uh, a routine. It wasn't a part of my routine at all. And so, you know, ever since, really, like, before I got married, um, I started to kind of develop that routine a little bit. Hmm. And then my wife really helped me because she had developed that routine a couple of years before we met. And so, and together now, we we do read our Bible. Um, We try to every morning. Um, and even when we're on vacation or traveling with family, we still try to attempt bring to bring our it <laughs> and we read it and it really helps us. And so if you're sitting out there or listening or driving or whatever you're doing, maybe lifting weights or working out <laughs> and you're like, Hey, like I want to read the Bible more, but I just don't know how, I don't know where to start. And like, yeah. why do I need to read the Bible? Like, why can't I just listen to a cool podcast about the Bible instead of actually or reading listening it to an audio, but of someone reading the Bible. Yeah. And so we're going to answer all those questions here for you. Um, and so, but that's kind of my past and my little bit of experience with the Bible. So, mm-hmm. um, Leanna, what's, what's yours? Well, for me, um, I, and I was the same way with David 
you know, when I was a child, like, you know, even I thought, oh, on Sundays and Wednesdays or any time that I was at the church because my mom worked at the church, uh, it was like, oh, this is God time. This is when we read the Bible or the pastor or like, the Sunday school teacher would teach it to us. And that was the only time I would hear it. And yeah, we had Bibles at home, but I never like picked it up or wanted to read it because I, for, honestly, like, I think I was only like eight or nine. I was trying to read it one time. I think I started reading, like, Deuteronomy or Numbers or something. I'm like, okay, this is really, like, difficult to understand. I'm I'm done. And my Bible was just, like, collecting dust, like, on my nightstand for a really long time. But the cool thing is that my parents have always shown that example um, to me. And I think we I they mentioned this in the interviews that we have with my parents and the last season, but they develop a routine because they wanted to know Jesus more. They had a hunger of uh, reading the Bible every morning. Um, my mom would wake up at like five thirty, um, and read for a while, and my dad would do the same thing before he had to go to work. Um, so because I had that example, even though I wasn't doing it in my early life, I you know, was like, okay, I want what they have, so I'm gonna try. So I started reading, and honestly, I really started reading my Bible because um, I had a really rough middle school, early high school experience. I basically did not really have a lot of friends, um, and I had no one else to turn to but my family and, and God, and my mom really helped me to like, okay, well, if you feel alone, it's okay that God is still with you. And I'm like, well, how can I get closer to God? And she's like, well, that's when you start reading the Bible. Um, and so that was around the time I started reading my Bible more when I was like 15 or, or so. But I only read like here and there. I've never really understood like what the Bible is, what the timeline is, the history behind it. Uh, but nowadays, within the last two years, I've been more challenged to dig deeper into the Bible and read uh, the other books like Isaiah and Jeremiah, books that I've been kind of intimidated on reading because I felt like I wouldn't understand it. So that's my little side, yeah. kind of a long story. But yeah, but it's, it's a good story. Yeah. So. And so, you know, together in our marriage and uh, individually, you know, we have grown drastically and our lives have been drastically different by, you know, getting in the word um, on a daily basis and making it a part of our routine. And it's been really, really, really good, you know, and um, take it from us, you know, um, just try to implement this. And we're going to give you some fun tips uh, toward the end on how to kind of develop that habit yeah. um, of reading it. And so... I guess, like, you know, kind of what is the Bible? Like, if somebody's never opened up the Bible Bible before, you know, like, kind of what is it a little bit about? And, um, like, why, I guess, do we have it so good here in America? Oh, yeah. So, one thing um, that I always try to think about every time I um, have, like, a rough season where I don't want to read my Bible um, I always think about, and my mom had always told me, you know, anytime I was being kind of, you know, being a brat or, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't want to go to church. I don't want to read my Bible. And she's being a brat. And my mom, my mom would say, you know, we have it still dead in the U.S. in this country because we have the right to practice our, you know, religion and like be able to have a Bible in our home because pe- people in other countries like China and I can't think of anything else, but they cannot have a Bible. They cannot get together and celebrate 
and worship God because they can get persecuted, they can get arrested or killed. Um, and it's just so heartbreaking um, seeing that and people have it so dead here and yet they won't pick up a Bible to read. But the other thing is that people don't read the Bible because they just don't understand it and they don't know where to start or they feel unmotivated, they think it's boring. Um, and, and the thing is, it's not boring. It's actually really exciting to read once you, you know, understand the aspect of it. And that's what we're going to share more about right now. So, yeah. And so, you know, kind of like, what is the Bible? I guess if you'd ask, um, for those of you that have never opened up one, you know, um, or, or looked into one, uh, the Bible are, consists of 66 books, kind of a cool number. Uh, and no, you know, they're not in chronological order. So like most books, well, I wouldn't say most books, but there are a lot of books that are chronological order. And then there's like non-chronological order. And the Bible is a non-chronological order. But you can buy a chronological order Bible if you want to. I didn't know they made them until like recently. Yeah. But they do. We don't have one though. But we don't have one. But so in the Old Testament, right? Um, the Old Testament, there are 39 books. And they... Um, comprise of kind of the chief text of the law, history, a lot of histories in the Old Testament. And Mm -hmm. I've been reading the Old Testament um, this past year, and it's been really, really good, really eye-opening. It's really different. It's a little hard to read sometimes, um, but it's really cool to see how God can work and how I learned about God through, like, the history of the Israelites and a lot of, like, the creation and, I mean, everything. Yeah. And it has a lot of prophecy, too. Um, a lot of prophecy. Um, and a wisdom uh, literature um, of the ancient people of uh, the Israelites, um, which were God's chosen people. And so, you know, I've really read a lot of the Old Testament um, last year, and I've really enjoyed it. Um, you know, um, and so, yeah. So how, how does the Old Testament kind of break down? Okay, so there are, I think, one, two, three, there are five sections in the Old Testament. So this is not even the whole Bible here. This is just the Old Testament, and this is before. The Old Testament is defined as before Jesus came, like, was born on earth. And the New Testament is about Jesus when he came down, and then what happened after that. So in the Old Testament, there's the law, and that's the first five books of the Bible. It's Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. And then the next one is all about history. And it's, uh, the next 12 books is Joshua, Judges, Ruth, 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel, 13, 17, 1 Chronicles, 2 Chronicles, Ezra, Nehemiah, and Esther. You want to do the, last, the next three? Yeah, sure. So in the next uh, kind of section is the poetry section, which we have Job, we have Psalms, Proverbs, Song of Solomon and Ecclesiastes. Then right after that, we have the the major prophets, and uh, these are the prophets that 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 God spoke through and spoke to in many different ways and forms, mm-hmm. and that and those are uh, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations. Lamentations was written by Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and Daniel. So those are really cool books. All of these are really good books. Um, and we also have the minor prophets, which is Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Nahum, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Haggai, 
Zechariah, and Malachi. So those are all of the 39 books of the Old Testament, kind of defined in different categories. Okay, and then the New Testament is, you know, it accounts of when Jesus was born and then all, everything that had happened after that. So in the New Testament, there's 27 books total. It's a lot shorter than the 39 in the Old Testament. Uh, it uh, follows the, the life and teachings of Jesus and his earliest disciples. It includes the four gospels, which is the Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And then it comes into the Acts of the Apostles. It's the only historical book in the New Testament. And then the next section is 21 books of letters or epistles by Paul and other uh, disciples and followers to the early Christian churches. I'm not going to list them out. That's 21 books. That's a lot of them. Um, and then the last book is the book of Revelation, which goes over the end times of the end of the world. So. Wow. Yeah. So those are kind of the breakdown. You know, if you're like, hey, like, I don't know much about the Bible. There's like a little synopsis. And if you want to know more, um, you can always uh, Google it or um, pick up a book and read about them, too. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of different books that talk about the different books of the Bible <laughs> Yeah. that kind of give you more of a history and a, a little a little bit more background. So before we go into why do we believe in it? Let's talk about Patreon. Okay. So we have this really cool community, um, and it's uh, hosted by Patreon. And the Patreons that we have on there right now, first of all, we, we want to thank you all that um, are supporting us and are connecting with us through there. Um, it helps us to remain ad-free, as well as it, it uh, enables you to kind of get a closer touch of um, our ministry, uh, and ourselves as well. Mm -hmm. We also have some really cool, um, free gifts on there, uh, as well. If you do decide, um, to, um, help support yeah. and, uh, we have different options. We have the, um, the $3 option all the way up to $75. Mm -hmm. Um, and so if you're interested in that, check out Patreon. Um, uh, we just want to thank all of you that, that are on there. Um, we really do appreciate it. And, um, it helps us to remain ad-free. Yeah, so if you're interested, it's patreon.com slash mission. So, why do we believe in the Bible? Okay. Yeah. The thing is about the Bible is, you know, in this world, you know, people that don't believe in Jesus and are not, you know, followers of Jesus Christ, they're going to say that the Bible is outdated and that if you believe in it, you're not you know up to date in this time and you know the bible is outdated in uh the culture and like the thing that uh people used to believe in back then is not true anymore but that is not the case uh the bible is you know i think david wants to share this one verse he, to he told me about but the bible is god himself and that's how you get to know him so david you want to share what that verse is um, yeah, so the verse is uh, John 1, 1, and it goes, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Wow. He was in the beginning with God. Mm-hmm. 
And um, I love that verse. And a little side note, I actually memorized that uh, when I was a wee little thing in Awanas. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I had never heard of it until he told me. I know. So I used to go to Awanas um, back in the 90s. And I don't know. That was probably a long time ago. But that's how I learned that verse. Oh and so, gosh. but even though it may be a really common memorized verse, I hope I got it all right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I may not have, but I think I did. Um, you know, thinking back, I was like, why do we believe in the Bible? And like, why, I guess, as a Christian, that we want that to be our rock. And it says it right there in the most simple little pack, compact verse in First John 1, 1. Or, no, it's John 1, 1. Oh, yeah, John 1, 1, excuse me. And, um, yeah, and so, which is pretty cool, and it gives it a, a like, a basic, bre- yeah. uh, a basic breakdown. And so, you know, like, I don't know if you'll have heard in different sermons or anything, but, like, you know, you hear a lot of preachers and pastors and teachers always say, hey, you know, like, a way to connect to God is through His Word and through the Word of God, which is, which is really good and which is correct, but, like, why would we want to believe in that? You know what I mean? And like, and like, why do we really kind of need that foundation? And, and like, why would we want to dive into the word and to study the Bible? Yeah. And it all boils down to, to getting to know your creator, to be able to develop and maintain a consistent relationship with Christ and mm-hmm. with God and with the Holy Spirit. And, you know, the only way to really do that is to spend time with him. And the way you spend time with him is through prayer and through reading your Bible. Um, and those two things, you know, back on my story in the in the beginning of this episode, I talked a little bit about, hey, you know, I really, I only use my Bible during church times. And that's all good and fine and dandy. But, you know, God wants more than that. And I will tell you that I, if I would have implemented that daily routine into my life early on, I probably wouldn't have made the mistakes I made in my early adulthood because I would have known like, okay, that's really wrong or that's really right. And so, but I only had Sundays and Wednesdays and that wasn't enough, you know, and I'm not saying, like, oh, I could have done or wishes should have, could have, would have done that. But what I'm saying is I think it would have been a different story if I would have had that daily flow of truth and word and hope in my life. Um, I think that it would have been a, a little bit differently. But yeah, I've learned from my mistakes and from my bad decisions and my good decisions. And so, but I will say that ever since that I started reading the Bible on a daily basis, it has been a life and game changer in my own life, in my marriage, and the way I uh, act and interact with my friends and family and my loved ones. And so there's a lot there, you know, I guess a little story, but, um, but how are you going to, to better yourself and how are you going to better your relationship with God? If you don't know like, him. study and know him, you yeah. know, it's like, you're, I don't know, kind of like spinning in circles, not knowing where to go. And, you know, maybe you've tried out, uh, different, um, self-help things. Uh, maybe you've been to different conferences and stuff like that. But you know, I'm not saying most of them. But if they're not biblically biblically based, they're empty. Yeah. You know, and may, they may have some wisdom, but 
the real truth and the real the real hope you know comes in Jesus and that is by you know diving into his word um on a daily basis and you know studying him and getting to know him yeah so. wow babe that was such a that was such a good like um word that you just said about I feel like a lot of people listening could relate to what you just said you know it's you know some of them some of y'all that are listening that are new believers or have been believers but been back and forth in your faith and your walk with the Lord, um, just know that, you know, we are sinners. We're all sinners here. And you can always make the, the decision to go back to, you know, following Jesus. And uh, to start doing that is by reading his word every day. It can be five minutes a day and then um, praying to him. And, you know, eventually over time, you'll you'll get that hunger and that thirst to want to know him more because he's never going to condemn you for not following him or for not reading the Bible for this much time a day or he's never done condemn you for that and he wants you to always come back to him. He's waiting with you, waiting for you with open arms. Um, so I really am glad that you kind of share that side of your life, of your story. Um, the other thing I wanted to say was that, you know, to be a Christian, we have to make the decision to believe that Jesus Christ died for us and saved us from our sin to one day re- reunite with him in, uh, one day in heaven. Uh, to even believe this and apply this to our own life, we have to believe that the word of God, the Bible, is living and active and real. And you can look uh, through uh, Hebrews four twelve through 13 of what I just said on that. Um, and there's also, you know, there's many cases and uh, stories and, um, you know, things like that in the Bible that happens that cannot be coincidences. Like, uh, all the prophets um, have said that one day, uh, you know, they didn't know Jesus' name yet, but, you know, the one day that someone was going to come and save us, the teen of teen was going to save us. The Prince of Peace is going to save us. And, but they didn't know how. They didn't know when. But so many people have, have said that. And for it to happen, it's not a coincidence. Um, so it was because they were told by God himself to, uh, you know, take in that vision or whatever they received that from. And to write it down for us to read thousands of years later. And it's just so cool to see that. And it's not a coincidence. It, it just can't be. It's by faith that we believe that the God that we read about in the Bible is the same one that lives in us today. And so that's why it's so exciting, you know, as we're talking about it, getting all fired up because it's so exciting whenever we get to look back on what the Bible really is and why it's so important to us as Christian. Uh, this is why. Um, so if you really just wanted to get closer to him and just to know him more and live out your life, following him, getting into a habit of reading the Bible more gives you direct access to building that relationship with him and by prayer. So, wow. So all of this is, you know, like, why do we believe in it? And that, and we just kind of gave our gave our two cents on why we do you know why we do believe in it and Mm -hmm. and what's really cool is as you begin to read your bible and you begin to you know get to know the lord more and get to know what like the history and what he's done for you and for the people in the past 
you can now learn from those people and learn from what they've done and um, you can apply it to your own life. You know, and... And these were real people. They're not fictional characters. These are real people just like you and me. They're human. They fell short every time. They sometimes lost their faith. And God still used them. And he, they still had a purpose in their own lives. And it is a talent in the Bible. So. Yeah. And you can use those stories. You can use those accounts. And you can use that wisdom and apply it into your own life. Uh, and to be able to impact that, like the many, many lives of others that are, you know, surrounding you and who you are um, influenced uh, and who you're influenced by, you know. And so um, it's it's really good, you know. Like you can tell uh, when somebody has been reading the truth uh, for a long time, just how you know, not joyful they are, but just how full they are that they know that that there is. Uh, father in heaven, you know, who is always there for you and that their reliance is not on man, but on God, you know, and, and it really, it really rest assures that we have someone to count on besides ourselves and besides our loved ones and, you know, besides our family, because we're all going to fall short and we're all, we're all going to mess up. And so, but he's perfect. Um, he makes no mistakes. And so, you know, um, but we, we, we both encourage you, you know, this, this whole podcast episode, it was really dedicated to a study, you know, on the Bible. And, and we've hoped that we've kind of broke it down some more, uh, for you made it a little bit easier maybe. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah. So, um, one more thing is that, you know, as David was saying, you know, there's so many, um, stories in the Bible that, you know, we can learn from and apply in our own life. The other thing that, I, you know, recently learned is that every story, every verse, every line, every chapter, every book in the Bible had God in it. Like, like the story of how David was, um, anointed to be king, uh, I guess in Israel. Um, there's a lot of, you know, God behind the scenes and, um, how he brought the prophet Samuel into, you know, you know, where David was and, and God gave that, um, I guess that knowledge that, oh, David is somewhere else. All, all the sons of, um, of Jesse, of who? Jesse. The Jesse, Jesse, all the sons of Jesse was in there. It was one that wasn't there. But Samuel knew that there was one more left because God showed him. And so it's so crazy to see how God and, you know, Jesus is truly interweaved into the whole Bible. And you'll see evidence of that the more you read the Bible and the more you get to know him. So that's one more thing I wanted to yeah, wow. bring out. Yeah, like that's a good point. Anytime like the Bible says like God said this or God spoke this what about the things that aren't like that? Like things like that are more simple or not more simple or more complicated or not. But that's really good, Leanne. I, I've never really thought about that. But it's true. If, if, the, <laughs> if the Bible is truth and the word is God, you know, then I guess he's everywhere, all in it. We just have to look. Uh, and we have to listen. And we have to, to develop that ear and want to learn more about him. Um, but that's interesting. Uh, I never really thought about that. Never mm-hmm. heard that anywhere. I've seen that. So there you go. A little, a little nugget for you all. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I guess, how can we apply these things? How can we kind of get into a habit of reading it? Here are some quick tips that, that we thought of, um, that may help you. So I guess number one is 
listen to a, a, a solid, good worded sermon, you know, from uh, maybe your pastor or uh, maybe a pastor that you enjoy and start from there, you know, read whatever they're reading and teaching. Try to understand it for yourself. Yeah, I definitely did that for a long time um, at my church. Um, that was one way that I really got to, uh, I guess, like, if my pastor did a study on, like, First Samuel or something, First Samuel, let's say, chapter 10. So, he would talk about it and teach it, and during the week, I would kind of just, like, get into it, and but I would read more because I would get excited. Oh, I didn't know about this. Oh, I'm going to keep reading here and there. It got me, like, started in a way because he kind of, like, opened, or he or she opened my eyes to, like, what it was about and what God was doing in the midst of it, and so sometimes it's easier to do that to just start it because we often don't understand uh, where we're reading from, um, the the uh, I guess important behind it. So that's one like I guess really good tip if you want to just get started, pick out a sermon or go to church and you know write down what they're uh, like reading from. Yeah. Well, what's another one? Um, another one is to try to find a quiet place in your home or in your room or be outside and, you know, make the time <laughs> to read it. So one thing that a lot of people uh, fall short in is they feel um, unmotivated to read the Bible. And I think the reason why they feel unmotivated is because they don't, um, I guess, just make the time to even just try. And so if you don't try, then you're unmotivated because you feel like you don't know where to start and that's where it starts from there. So if you just make the time at least 10 minutes a day to read, I guess, like one chapter out of Matthew or something like that, uh, and then you can start from there. Yeah. Um, you know, because we all know that, like, y'all all have spent some you know, probably uh, hard-earned cash on your backyard. So, you know, you can go <laughs> enjoy out, it. <laughs> yeah, you can go out there on your nice, comfy furniture um, and, you know, uh, bring a Bible with you and leave your phone inside. Oh, yeah. You, that's another yeah. thing. A lot of people get distracted because either they listen through their phone of like music or the actual Bible or like other thing and then they, you get distracted because all these notifications from social media or text messages are coming in and you kind of get distracted then you actually don't end up reading the bible so yeah one one interesting small thing i just thought of like remember whenever y'all were at church camp if some of you did go and they had that quiet time like during the day and you would like go find a spot in nature um i used to love that those times i used to like look forward to those times and then you would like praise and worship for like an hour of craziness. And then it would be like utter silence. And it was crazy, you know, but like you don't have to just do that at a camp or at church. You know, you, you, do you can that do that in your home mm-hmm. or if you have a porch or I don't know, um, somewhere outdoors to go and to kind of be in nature or just go to a park and, you know, bring your Bible. Yep. Um, that too. Um, another one is like, hey, like, 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 where do I start? So Leanna has some good books to start if you don't know where to start in your Bible. Yeah, so definitely don't start with a hard one like Jeremiah. That one is uh, known as the the wailing prophet. And because he, not that he complained a lot, but he is, is very sad and depressed. And so, and if you don't understand what's going on in the history behind it, it can be kind of discouraging to start with something like that. I would recommend, because I at least did this, I started with a shorter book in the New Testament. Like, it can be like James, um, First John. You can even start reading the Gospels like Matthew, Luke, uh, Martin, John. Um, 
So if you have never read those, I would probably read those first because that's just the story in the life of Jesus when he was born up until his death and then resurrection. So I would read those if you have never read the Bible before. But if you have read the Gospels, I would start with James or First John. Yeah. So it's a little That's bit easier good. to get into it. And then if you you know if you want to hop into the Old Testament, you always can. Um, yeah. There's a lot there. Uh, you know, and uh, an- another good tip is like pray and ask God to guide you before you read. You know, ask God to show you uh, maybe what to read or for him to speak through you or through the Bible to you. <laughs> yeah. In other words, like, you know, like have an open mind, an open heart. Uh, and an open ear to listen whenever you are reading the Bible. And, and you'll get, the words will turn into more of, instead of the words on a the page, they'll kind of become more alive in your life. Yeah. So, and another one is, you know, don't feel like you have to rush. Um, don't worry about the one year, read your Bible plan, you know. If just, we don't get it done in one year. Yeah. You know, just start somewhere. Um, you know, have that time. If it's, you know, five or 30 minutes a day, you know, uh, at least just just get started and it will dramatically uh, impact your life and you'll be able to understand the Lord um, a lot better besides going to church on Sundays and Wednesdays. So, yep. Boom. <laughs> well, I guess uh, we have said everything that we had wanted to say for a study on the Bible, not a Bible study. In case you had never known what, you know, all the books were, what's the important behind it, and why we believe in it. So, we hope that we really helped y'all today. We are looking forward so much to season three. You know, we have some really good interviews that we've had, and uh, we have some authors that are going to be coming onto the podcast. And we have some good Bible teachers, and we have more. Yeah, so, and uh, we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, the best way you can say thank you is to share your support. If you could take a quick screenshot of the episode, tag it at The Simple Mission, and share it online, it could make a huge difference for us, while also spreading hope and light to your friends and family. If you haven't done so, please just give us a star rating and a review on iTunes. This small act will take one minute of your time, but it could potentially change lives forever for the glory of God. Thank you for listening. See you next time.